Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com slash book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. Hey, what's up? Welcome to today's episode of Straight Up Podcast. I'm your host, Trent Sheldon. And listen, man, I just want to say I appreciate you for rocking with me. You know, whether this is your first episode or you've been here, you know, since the beginning, I appreciate you for rocking with me. And I just want to share this. I don't know if I shared this last episode. Like last week is a long time ago in my life. A lot of things happened within a week, so I don't remember what I talked about last week, um, if I shared this or not. But we sold, and I say we because this is a me and you thing. This is us, right? Your support, whether you bought the book or not, you've supported me some way that's helped bring awareness to my brand. So that brings awareness to the book. But the book, The Greatest You, all right? My book, The Greatest You, sold over 100,000 copies. And that was up to date in July 2020. And you might say, like, why are you talking about it? I just found out. I don't know why I'm just finding out like two weeks ago. But as of July 2020, and it sold probably way more than that now, we've sold over 100,000 copies of The Greatest You. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not a big person on numbers and accomplishments. Like, you rarely hear me talk about that. But this one was special for me. For the simple fact that my mom's stories in this book, my stories in this book, uh, rehabbers across the world's stories in this book. And this book wasn't a gimmick book. You know, I didn't make this book like saying, okay, I'm going to write about this so I can sell so many copies. No, I wrote this book because I knew it would impact lives, whether that was 100 copies, 100,000 copies, 100 trillion copies. I just knew when somebody picked up the book, The Greatest You was going to impact their life. And so for my book publisher to send me that, I ain't going to lie, I had tears in my eyes, man, because I just remember the fear, the fear of trying to, you know, be an author, telling myself, like, I'm not an author, like, nobody cares what I have to say. The fear of being a speaker, yes, me, right? Even with the podcast, like the fear of being a podcast host. And there's so many fears that hold us back. But I want to today, I want to talk about three. Okay, so we're going right into it right now. I want to talk about three types of fears that are paralyzing you. And maybe you haven't experienced these fears all at once. Maybe you are experiencing these fears. But I know for a fact, when I look back on my journey, it was three main fears from keeping me from being the person I know I needed to be. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands. I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton, straight up. Let's be real, man. Like fear, fear is simply this, right? Fear is convincing your mind of a result without the experience, meaning that you're telling yourself what it's going to be before you actually try to go do it. You're telling yourself, oh, I'm going to suck at it before you actually try to try to go, you know, even suck at it, right? Before you even get the experience of it, you're telling yourself what the experience is going to be. And so many times we allow that to paralyze us. Like some of us, we don't fail because we try. We fail because we don't try. 
Some of us, we're not where we want to be, not because we can't be there, but we never take the steps to actually get there. Because of fear, whether it be fear of failure, fear of opinions, and fear of all other things. Just think about it right now. How many fears in your life have kept you from being the greatest you? Have kept you from your next level? Have kept you from asking? Kept you from building a relationship? Because you might be telling yourself in your mind the story that, oh, nobody cares, or, or I'm not good enough to be around those type of people. Or, you know, if I try this, I'm going to fail. You know, you might have that imposter syndrome. You might have comparison, you know, guilt that eats you alive, right? Oh, I'm the, I can never be them. How many fears in your life are keeping you from the place that you know you need to be at? And this is just facts. This podcast episode isn't to erase your fears. Like, I don't think that's possible, right? We can't erase fear, but you know what we can do? We can stop it from controlling us. And after today, we talk about these three fears that are paralyzing you. I hope these fears no longer control you. You know, in the Bible, it's written over 365 times, I believe. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You know, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. The world does, right? Our mind does. But we're not called to operate in fear because we're called to live in faith. And if you're living in faith, there's no way you can operate in fear. And trust me, I get it. I know it's easier said than done. I understand that. But we have to get to a place where we stop allowing fear to keep us from progressing, to keep us from trying, to keep us from taking a shot at it. Like, you got home run capabilities in your life. You do. You know, I don't know what area, because I don't know you personally, but you got home run capabilities. But you're allowing fear to prevent you from stepping up to the plate. You're allowing the fear of striking out to prevent you from stepping up to the plate. You're so afraid to strike out that you never understand how much home run capability you have because you never step up to the plate. And trust me, I get it. But it took me stepping up to the plate of doing a podcast to now having one of the top podcasts in the world in the education space. It took me, you know, getting on the stage, you know, when I was afraid to get on the stage, to be, you know, one of the top motivational speakers in the world. You know, it took me to actually let go of football, even though I thought my life without football was nothing to be able to create a community of rehabbers that I believe is the greatest community in the world. And I'm not saying you got to have the greatest whatever, but I want, I want to paint that picture to let you know that I would never, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't, I wouldn't understand the capabilities that I have as a communicator, as a connector, as an author, as all these things people give me, right? All the titles and sparkly stuff. I wouldn't understand that if I would have never tried, right? If I would have never stepped up to the plate. Yes, there's a chance you're going to strike out. There's a chance you're going to miss. There's a chance you're going to fall down. That's life. That's called a part of the journey. But I've told you this before. The only true strikeout in life is not stepping up to the plate. Some of y'all don't even know how much greatness you have inside of you because you're allowing fear to prevent you from tapping into that. Right? Some of you don't even know the gifts and talents you have inside of you because you're not able to give it to the world, to be able to mold it, to be able to shape it, right? to be able to cultivate it into something greater. Some of y'all don't even know because you're so afraid to try. Okay, so let's talk about these three fears that are probably keeping you from being the greatest you. Number one is performance fear. You know, with everybody that I coach, when I look over my life, performance fear is real, right? Performance fear is simply this, the fear of not measuring up to the expectations of yourself as well as others. I live by no expectations. And I know that's like, a, uh, I don't want y'all to take that out of context, because I know you need to have some expectations, you know, in certain areas of your life. But I've learned to live by, by, by the rule of no expectations, right? Because 
external expectations will keep you from internal progressions. You know, some of us, we're so afraid not to measure up that we don't step up, right? We're so afraid not to measure up to the expectations of ourselves or the expectations of other people or the expectations of social media or the expectations of the people we admire. We're so afraid not to measure up so we don't step up. And so I want to share two things with you right now that can remove that performance fear. All right, number one, and I need you to understand this. I need you to hear this in your heart. So whatever you're doing right now, I need you to lock back in. I need you to hear this, okay? Your self-worth, you hear me? Your self-worth, yes, you. Your self-worth is not dependent on your performance, okay? That's freeing right now. That should free you. You should have a sigh of relief. Your self-worth is not dependent on your performance. And as an athlete, me being an athlete for 20 plus years of my life, this is something I wish I would have heard. Because my whole entire career, since I was four years old, I always tied my self-worth to my performance. Like, if I, didn't, if I didn't have a good game, then I wasn't good. If I, didn't ha- if I had a great game, then I was great. And so I tied my self-worth to my performance. And so many people do that, right? It's like, okay, if I perform a certain way, then that's, that's how I should feel about myself. Your self-worth is not dependent on your performance. The result of your performance is not the truth about your life. It's not. Don't let it get you too high. Don't let it get you too low. Because sometimes it gets you too high, you be feeling yourself, and then you gas yourself up, and then you start working hard. Or you let it get you too low, and you start to feel bad about yourself, and then you start to quit, right? You start, you start to throw in the towel, you start to say, oh, I'm not meant for this. And you start to have that internal war in your head, that battle in your mind that keeps you from operating at your full potential, okay? The result of your performance is not the truth about your life. It's just a performance. And so what I want you to do, and I want you to work on this, okay? Separate yourself from your performance. And so what I tell myself, even in making this podcast episode, I say, you know what? It's just the podcast. And I'm not saying that as if I don't value it because I give my all to this podcast. But I know Trent does not depend on this podcast to perform well or not for me to feel great about myself. I love me because of who I am, not because of the results that I get. And so please get that, okay? Your self-worth is not dependent on your performance. Number two, okay, impact over impress. Impact over impress. Most people have performance fear. And when I say performance fear, that could be putting out a video, that could be going live, that could be starting a podcast, that could be throwing an event at your house. I mean, that could be so many things, right? That could be auditioning for something. So many people have this performance fear because they're trying to impress people. They're in the business of impressing people, right? They get out the business of impacting people, And they get into the business of impressing people. And when you get into the business of impressing people, you know what happens? You start to operate from your mind and instead of your heart. And when you start to operate from your mind, it's a lot harder place, right, to actually impact because you're thinking too much. Do they care? Am I saying the right things? How are they looking at me? Right, you get into your head. But when you tap into your heart, that's how you connect with people, right? That's how you impact lives. So you got to start thinking impact over impress. Anytime I do something that comes with performance, I think impact. Impact, impact, impact. I actually have an acronym that I talk about on impact and I'm probably going to release it on TrentSheldon.com. This is like a plug for sure. I just upped my site, TrentSheldon.com, guys. So make sure you go there. So many cool things. All my videos, like everything's on there. Like everything that I put out is on there. So make sure you go to TrentSheldon.com. But I will be releasing a blog over impact and how I break it down. But for now, I want you to start thinking impact over impress. I-O-I, okay? Service 
overperformance. SOP, service overperformance. You're not performing. Okay, you're not performing. I know we talked about, you know, separate yourself from your performance. I want to put like quote unquote, but you're not performing. You're there to serve. Right now on this podcast episode, I'm not performing for you. I'm here to serve you. And I know service looks like imperfection sometimes. Service looks like not being perfect. Service looks like mess ups and mistakes because I am doing whatever I have to do to be able to get the message across. I'm not trying to make everything look professional. I'm not trying to sound professional. I'm trying to impact. So when you're in the business of impact and the business of service, you will do whatever it has to do to be able to get your message across, to be able to you know, get whatever it is that you have to get to other people, no matter what. Okay, so when you get back into that mindset of impact over impress and service over performance, it tends to lessen that performance fear because you know you're not performing no more. You're being who you are. You're speaking from the heart. You're giving your truth. You're telling your story, right? You're selling your product that you believe so much in because it changed your life. And you know other people need it or you love it, whatever it may be. It becomes a lot easier. It becomes a lot easier, okay? So the first thing is performance fear, okay? Performance fear will paralyze you and keep you from being the person that you know you need to be. Number two, okay, is projection fear. And this was a big one. Like, I haven't heard anybody talk about any of these, really, but I haven't heard anybody really, really talk about projection fear. This is going to blow your mind. This is when other people project their, oh, man, this is about to be powerful. I'm going to take my time on this. I know I've been kind of yelling at you a little bit. You know how I get just being straight up, but I'm going to take my time with this one. Projection fear, okay? This is when other people project their fears on you, okay? I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to sit up right now. If you're in the car, sit up. All right, if you're at home, sit up. I want you to think about this. I got a question to ask you. How many of you are living with fears that aren't yours, right? So the question is, are you living with fears that aren't yours? And I want to let that sit for a minute. I want to let that breathe into your soul for a minute. And you might be thinking like, Trent, what in the H-E-double-L hockey sticks are you talking about? This is what I'm talking about. When I say fears that aren't yours, maybe it's your parents that gave you that fear of success because maybe they failed in life. Or maybe it's your friends, right? Maybe they, they had a bad relationship and you watched it. And so now you're afraid to get into a relationship, not because you experienced bad relationships necessarily, but you saw other bad relationships. So now you're afraid, right, to go seek a relationship, You know, maybe it's what you saw on social media. You saw somebody that, you know, their business failed, right? Maybe they went bankrupt. And now you don't want to start your business because the fears that they put on you, right? Through the experience that you saw through social media. So now you understand what I'm talking about. How many of you are living with fears that aren't yours, right? How many of you have allowed your friends to put their fears in your life, right? How many of you have allowed your circle, your environment, to project their insecurities, their fears, their doubts, right? The things that they believe in, in your life. And if we sit down and we really think about it, I would say 95% of the fears that we have, they aren't ours. If you look at a child, a child really ain't fearful. I know my daughter, Marley ain't. Marley be tearing up everything. She'll try anything. She'll climb up on the table. She do it like everything. She ain't scared of nothing. Right. She's not going to be afraid until I tell her, like, hey, you shouldn't do that because you might hurt yourself. And obviously I'm protecting her. 
But that's how it starts, right? And I know that's like a kind of a bad example because that's actually a positive thing because I'm trying to protect her. But sometimes people think they're trying to protect you, but really they're hindering you. So again, how many of you are living with fears that aren't yours? Now, you got to stop letting people plant their impossibilities on your life. Like, I need you to, to think about that right now. Like, do you really believe it's impossible or is it because somebody told you it's impossible? Or is it because you, you never saw anybody do it, so now you believe that it's impossible? You got to stop allowing people to project them on you. So what I need you to do to release that projection fear and to break through it is, number one, you got to dig up the seeds of fear, baby. You got to dig them up, right? And I want you to do this exercise, simple exercise. Write down the fear. Okay, you can split the page into three, three columns. If you want to be artsy and do something else, feel free. You can actually uh, Instagram me too if you do this. I'll probably share it if it's super dope and creative. But the exercise I want you to do is write down the fear, or whatever fear it may be. So you might say, I have the fear of, you know, uh, speaking. You know, write down the fear. Then write down who planted that seed. Like, where did that seed come from? Because it probably didn't come from you. It probably didn't come from you. Write it down where it came from, okay? Who gave you that seed? And then after that, I want you to take the most important action is why you have to dig it up. Like, if you, I want you to, to future cast, right? I want you to see the future and say, if I don't dig it up and I allow this fear to keep paralyzing me, what is this fear keeping me from becoming? What suffering... Is it going to continue to cause me to live in if I don't face this fear in my life? Okay, so do that exercise. The second thing that I want to tell you is create an environment of faith. You know, create an environment of possibilities. I don't care if your environment is clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? You might say, Trent, I ain't got a physical environment. I don't care if it's clubhouse. I don't care if it's your Peloton group. I don't care if it's, you know, your church group. I don't care if it's your Facebook group. I don't care who, if it's somebody on Twitter I don't care if it's people that don't even know you. Like, create an environment of faith in your life. Meaning, get around people that inject faith in your heart instead of fears in your life. Hello. Get around people who who inject faith in your life instead of fears, right, in your heart. Or vice versa. They shouldn't be injecting fears. They shouldn't be injecting impossibilities. They should be injecting faith. I want to get around people who are not afraid to face their fears. I want to get around people who will conquer their fears. I want to pe- get around people who talk about their fears and laugh at it because they know their fears cannot hold them back. I don't want to get around people that sit there and talk about, oh, I can't be this because of this or I can't do this because of that. Some of us, we in that environment and we wonder why we never go for it because we're not around an environment of go-getters. We around an environment of complainers. We around an environment of people who blame and complain. We're around an environment of people who expect everything to happen for their life. We're around an environment of people who do nothing for themselves. And you expect, and you expect to have faith and not have fear. Check your environment. Okay, go back to one of these podcast episodes where I talked about it. I talked about the circle. Okay, create an environment of possibilities, right? Get around people who think that it's possible. Get around people who are, who have startups. And I'm not just talking about in business. I'm talking about starts up in every area of their life. Right? Maybe they're starting up their, their health journey. Maybe they're starting up a business. Maybe they're starting up you know, their speaking career. Maybe they're starting up their cooking recipe. Whatever it may be, their blog, their vlog. Get around people who are starting up. People who are not afraid to go for it. People that know that the only impossibilities that exist are the ones that we create in our own lives. That's how you change that projection fear. And you get around projection faith, baby. Right? People projecting faith in your life, not fears. 
People that are injecting possibility in your life, not impossibility. You better check your circle. You better check your environment because those things will hold you back more than anything else. Okay? So that's number two, projection fear. Number three, as we wrap this up, because I don't want to take too much of your time on this beautiful Wednesday. Number three is past fear. Okay? So the three fears we talked about are two fears is performance fear. We talked about projection fear. Now the third one, we're going to talk about past fear. And this is going to be straight to the point. Past fear. The experience of your past is keeping you from creating another experience in your future. The experience of your past is keeping you from creating another experience in your future. The quote that I want to give you is, and I want you to write down where you can see it, is don't let something you can't change keep you from changing. So I want to let that breathe in your heart for a moment. How many of you, right, are you keeping things from your past Right? Are, are you giving permission to things in your past to keep you from building a great future? When I say don't let something you can't change keep you from changing, some of us, we're not going for it because of the experience we had before. Right? Some of us, we're not going for another relationship because of the past bad relationships that we had. Some of us, we're not going for another business venture because of the past bad business ventures we had. Or some of us, we're not going for another speaking engagement because of the speaking engagement we bombed. Like, I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't be who I am today and where I'm at today if I allowed past fear to control my life. Y'all know my story. When I first started speaking, I forgot what I was saying on stage. Very first speaking engagement. But I couldn't allow that to keep me from progressing. Like, we want to be perfect too much. Like, forget perfection, man. Forget perfection. You say, okay, Trent, well, how do I change that? Two things, okay? Number one is fall in love with redemption. We just saw a redemption story with Tom Brady. I know he's won, like, multiple Super Bowl seven to be exact, but he didn't win last year. He didn't say, okay, I didn't win last year's Super Bowl, so this year I'm not going to go for it. Nah. He knew last year was last year. He was a perfect example of don't let something you can't change keep from changing. So he said, you know what? I'm going to go to Tampa Bay. I'm going to be without Bill Belichick, and I'm going to go win the Super Bowl. He made up his mind. He fell in love with redemption. All right, that chapter doesn't have to become your story. It doesn't. I remember when I was at Baylor, and I remember my best game of my career or one of my best games of my career. I think it was my best game because how we came back and like you actually can go on YouTube and put Trent Shelton versus Kansas and you'll see me like catch three passes in a row and catch a touchdown. And I want to give you a backstory. I love to, I love this on the internet because you can actually see, you probably seen him like, dang, Trent was balling out. That game, okay, it was a homecoming game. My grandma was in town, my cousins, my mom and my dad, everybody was in town. So like I'm putting unnecessary pressure on my life. What I'm doing is, I am allowing external expectations to keep me from my internal progressions, right? Performance fear kicked in because now, like, I'm worried about everybody else, right? I'm worried about the expectations of everybody else, not measuring up to what people want from me. So I put all this unnecessary pressure on my life, and we get out there, and I'm trying way too hard. Like, there is a thing of trying too hard. And I know that might not make sense to some of y'all, but sometimes we try too hard. Like, we just try too hard. I'm trying too hard. I'm like out there doing things that I've never done before, getting out of my routine. I'm doing the most. That's, that's what we call it where I'm from, right? You're doing the most. I was doing the most. So I go out there, first play that's called to me, I drop it, okay? So I was like, dang, I shake it off. And it's nothing worse than dropping a ball in front of 50,000 people, by the way, because all you hear is, ah. Oh. <laughs> so I line back up. A uh, few plays later, a few series later, quarterback throws it to me again. I drop it. And this was very unlike me. Like, I had a record at Baylor for the most consecutive games with a catch and all that stuff. So I was a very reliable receiver. I had some hands. I could catch the ball. So I go to the sideline, and I'm tripping out. 
And I go to my coach, and I'm like, man, coach, my bad, man. He's like, you're bad for what? I was like, man, I dropped those passes. Like, what passes? And I was like, I dropped those balls. Like, I dropped them. And he was like, nah. He's like, that's the pass. You can't do nothing about that. I don't know what you're talking about. So all I care about is what you go do from now on, from here on out. And he gave me that confidence. And so I knew, you know what? This quarter don't have to become the, the story of my game today. I can't change nothing about the, the, drop, the drop passes that I had. And if I keep thinking about that, I'm going to drop some more. But if I want to take my mind off of that and have everybody forget that, I better go ball out. Right? Ain't nobody talking about the games Tampa Bay lost during the season. They ain't because they won the Super Bowl. The losses don't matter when you win. So I made up my mind, make a long story short, I had over 100-some yards receiving, two touchdowns, help us come back to win the homecoming game, balled out because I fell in love with redemption. I said, you know what? I'm going to be so great in the moment right now, even though a few moments before that I was terrible. But I'm going to be so great in the moment that people ain't going to be worried about what happened in the past. Okay, so number one, fall in love with redemption. And number two, you have to remind yourself of this. Who you were then is not who you are now. Just because you had a bad experience then, you might have been inexperienced then, you might have had setbacks then, you might have whatever then. You are a different beast. You're a different monster now. Like, I had games as, I hate to keep going to sports, but I had games my freshman year against teams where it wasn't too good. And that performance fear crept back up when we played in my junior, my senior, then I had to remind myself, you ain't the same player you was as a freshman. You better remember your greatness, better remember who you are. And I want to tell that to you too. Who you were then is not who you are now. So stop allowing the past to prevent you from creating an incredible future, okay? An incredible future. So if we can break these performance fears, if we can break these projection fears, if we can break these past fears, then I know greatness is something that we will experience. I know meeting the greatest version of yourself is something that you will experience. But you got to stop allowing fear to prevent you, man. Allow fear to push you. Allow fear to push you. You know, fear, fear is, you know, change your relationship with fear. And I'm going to leave with this because we had 27 minutes. I don't, you know, this is kind of a long podcast for straight up. But change your relationship with fear, okay? Changing your relationship with fear instead of getting rid of it is where the magic happens, right? We're not trying to get rid of these fears because oftentimes fears let you know that something special is awaiting for you, all right? Use fear as a compass to guide you to the greatest you. Follow the fear, and oftentimes you will find your way, right? Follow the fear. Because if you're not afraid, you probably, it's because, you know, maybe it's not nothing uh, at risk, or maybe it's not a big thing. And I know that's not the case for everything. But oftentimes when I look back at my journeys, my greatest breakthroughs, my greatest moments involved a lot of fear being present. I just didn't surrender to my fear. So make fear your friend instead of your enemy. Now, fear is often the bridge that is mistaken for a barrier. Fear isn't to keep, don't get it twisted. And I'll leave with this. Fear isn't to keep you from it. Fear is to lead you to it. So my friend, it is time for you to start leaning into your fears. And now you understand it. Now you can use it. And now you can conquer it. Like I tell you, in every single episode, it all starts with you. Make sure you tag me on Instagram. Make sure you leave all the reviews and all that stuff. Download all that stuff. Five-star reviews. Do all that if you haven't done it on the podcast. Make sure you visit TrentShelton.com. And make sure you text me, okay? 817-242-2719. Text me the word straight up so I know you came uh, from this episode. I appreciate you. I'll see you next week, all right? I hope this impacted your life. Let's get it.
Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, what up, y'all? It's that time of the year. Everybody's talking about forming new and healthier habits. Change your habits, change your life, right? Listen, I love it. I'm sure you started some new habits this year. I know I did. But the question is, how are you tracking those habits? Have you ever wondered, like, which habits matter most? Which habits are you tracking daily, weekly, monthly? A lot of people know they need to improve their habits, but let's be real. They don't know where to start. That's why I think you'll love Growth Day. The world's number one, I didn't say two, three, four, number one self-improvement system. Growth Day, what it does is it helps you track proven habits that lead to long-term success, not that short stuff, long-term, lasting change, well-being, and positive relationships. And check this out. You can get a free trial right now at growthday.com. What you measure, you can change. The reason people love Growth Day is that you can score your habits every day, week, month, and when you do... You get targeted classes to improve those habits. When you sign up today, you also get Growth Day's Mindset Journal, Wellness Challenges, and in-depth personal development courses from the industry's biggest names. And don't forget, I teach live every single month in Growth Day, too. You got that right. Yes, every single month, I teach a new personal growth topic to help you advance your life. Download Growth Day from the App Store on your phone or start your free trial right now at growthday.com. Let's get it. Hey, you, I got a question for you. Are you trying to build your community online this year? If not, you should. Without the rehabbers across the world, there would be no trend show in the rehab time. Everyone in business is talking about the power of community because when you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so does your sales. But where is everyone managing their communities these days? A lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content, create discussions, live streams, group chats, memberships, all under your own brand. And what's cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or a Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked or unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. You can put your content behind a paywall, too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has its 14-day trial free just for you. Go to Circle.so. Imagine being able to manage your community, start chat groups and live classes, accept payments, all in one place. If this is the year to capture organize and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. Let's get it.